Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome, everyone, to another edition of Championship Rewrap. It's official. It's back. Uh, full blown, you know, no, no name change, nothing. All right. We are just back as the championship rewrap. Uh, I'm here with, uh, Rayshon Buchanan, you know, Hollywood Ray as always. And Mr. Uh, Michael, Mark Angelo. How are we doing tonight, boys? Good, man. I'm, I'm excited to relive the glory days. Yeah. Yeah. Man. yeah. It's been, it's been, it's been a rough and present day. So it's, it's good to go back to, you know, when, when, when things were good. <laughs> rough, rough as a, you know. We'll, we'll get into this later. Oh, it's, it's, all, it's all relative. Rough is a very relative term when it comes to being a New England fan, and and there's a good reason why. So we'll, we'll get started on that note. So 2004, guys, I just want to put everyone, you know, kind of in the time machine. You know, everyone step in. We're going back in time. Rick and Morty just showed up. We're, we're zipping on back. It's 2004. Uh, I don't know. I got some events here just to kind of give everyone you know, a little rundown of what it actually was like in 2004. So first of all, so September 2004, or I guess October, uh, something important happened in Boston. Not sure if uh, anyone's heard of it before. Hashtag Yankees blew a 3-0 lead. Red Sox won a World Series. Uh, that's 2004. Listen to the championship rewrap 2004 episode. Um, show notes. Show notes. Uh, 2004 Athens Olympics happened. I was trying to figure, is that the Michael Phelps Olympics? No, right? That's before. No, that, Be- that was Beijing. Only, Beijing, you're right. Was, the U.S. basketball team lost to Carlos Arroyo. Oh, uh, the Greek. Yeah, to, uh, yeah, yeah that was bad. Yeah, that was bad. Another show. <laughs> Movies came out this year. Shrek 2, Spider-Man 2, Incredibles, Ocean's 12. TV is a little bigger than the movies that year. Uh, House debuted in 2004. Wow. Friends went off the air, so we have a big show coming up. Maybe the biggest TV show ever, or biggest sitcom, I guess. Music, yeah, by Usher. Uh, the <laughs> way you move, the way you move, Outcast, which were just yeah. my, my jams back in the day, bro. Those were my two jams. Up, to, peace up, eight. Oh. And lastly, guys, I hope everyone's ready for this. Two things. The, this is what it was titled, The Facebook was launched in 2004. It was titled The Facebook, and you had to have a at edu email address to sign up for it. A, a little fun fact for all you youngins out there now. 
Unless also, you were invited by a, a friend in college. Right, I was not sure. You, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot, I forgot about that <laughs> little loophole. Right. That's yeah. so funny. Because there was like, oh, bro, you're a senior in high school and you have a baseball? What? I remember. Wrestling. Wow. The word iPhone was not a thing on the planet Earth. It had not existed yet. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to 2004. Um, Thank Christ. No, yeah, the, right. No, the Razor was the best phone at that time. The Razor, sure. Yeah, Razor. Wow. Yeah, that, the Razor. Oh, the T-Mobile Sidekick. But I was there. Remember that? Oh, the or the L- or the the uh, the LG Shop. Someone, someone, yeah. someone, someone's someone sold phones back in the day. Yeah, shout, yeah, um, shout out to the old guy she carries. Yeah, she had LG chocolate. Yeah, shout out to Verizon. Yeah, wow. Yeah, I remember that. Wow. Oh, that, that definitely in the time machine. Yeah. You did forget one, one song just that I want to bring up. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, So, uh, I'm probably the most unlikely to bring this up, but I listen to everything as we all do. Uh, Green Day, what September ends was nice, nice, nice. That, that was that whole album, right? American yes, Idiot, yeah, American you know, Idiot, yeah, uh, Boulevard, American the whole Idiot, thing, yeah, yeah, all that. Um, yep. Yeah, and and we're were we in college? We know we weren't even in college yet. No, we were I'm, still, we I'm, were still in fresh in high school, high school. Oh. fresh high school, like sophomore, freshman. Yeah, I, yeah. I was, I was junior. I had pimples yeah. all over my face. See, now that we're back in two thousand four, because I talk like this now. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll just go right into the Patriots. You know, we, we got everything that's kind of happened in the world at this time. Beginning of the season, the Red Sox are champions, and it kind of just feels like at this time, you know, once once the Sox... So the Pats got there, too, before the Sox got the one. Once the Sox got the one, it kind of just felt like, you know, we were... Like, that, 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 that cloud of darkness that was around Boston for all these years had finally been lifted. And... and this Patriots team kind of felt like the reason why that that ultimately got lifted those first two, you know, and this third one was, you know, I dare to say the most dominant of all the Patriots Super Bowls out of all of them. Just a quick recap for you guys: fourteen and two. This this was this was the team that had the streak of eighteen consecutive wins, uh, which got snapped against the Steelers, and then it smoked in the playoff. Spoiler. Alert. I mean, they, they, this team, this team was up and down just the best out of all of them. It, it, yeah, it was the epitome, it was the epitome of the Patriot way. Just, just one thing that Tyler got hurt in this season. It doesn't matter. Troy Brown comes in and plays corner. So just, well, just a little of what this team actually was. But go ahead. What do, what, what do you remember about it? So I, I just remember after the 2003, like at the end of the 2003 season, you kind of felt like, wow, this team's, this team's a wagon, right? At 2003, they added Rodney Harrison. They still had Ty Law. Uh, Brady was starting to come into his own, but that defense was just was it was elite. And the the one thing that you thought that they were missing in uh, in the game was a uh, was a rushing attack. Oh, so they just they go and trade for Corey Dillon for a second round pick in 2004, who just spent the last seven years just drowning in mediocrity in Cincinnati. I mean, they never even sniffed the playoff game. And you figure they get him, and and then the draft wasn't great, but the top two spots were, I mean, Will Fork and Ben Watson, those two were instant, instant uh, collaborators and contributors to, to, to 2004. I just felt like going into that uh, into that season, it would be it would be hard to stop them, and it, it all started opening night when you get to when, when you get Peyton Manning. 
on primetime opening night and you get to see the Peyton Manning face back when the Peyton Manning face was not a happy one. Like it, it was just a great start to the year. It back back when uh Peyton Manning not being able to get past Belichick and the Patriots was like his his legacy defining what he was. He was like the Dan Marino of this generation before he won that Super Bowl because of it. Yeah, I mean, Rayshon, uh, I already went over, you know, this team was the epitome of the Patriot way, up and down, you know, next man up. Whole, whole, every, every Patriots cliche you can think of pretty much <laughs> were solidified with this 2014. What do you remember? Yeah, I think this is just when they solidified themselves as the team of the 2000s. Obviously, there were some other defining moments that happened later on that decade um, that I'm sure we'll get into at some other point, but. Yeah, they, you know, for a team that ended up winning 21 straight, I think at, at one moment, at one point, uh, 18 in the regular season, and obviously, you know, Brady and Bill had been undefeated together in the playoffs up until that moment. So, like, yeah, they they were they were a juggernaut, to say the least. And, you know, this was the culmination of becoming, you know, the, the original dynasty. Uh, thankfully, there was more to come. Uh, but at that moment, it was just like, wow, like this, this team has really uh, come a long way from uh, – the you know you know Steve Hogan, Steve Rogans and Andre Tippett's and Stanley Morgan's, you know, the teams that our parents watched and you know always told us that they wouldn't get there. And they did get there, they were gonna get smoked because you know they got smoked the Super Bowl 20. Uh they got beat in Super Bowl 31. So it, it just seemed to be a thing that you know you can get there and you can have success, but it wouldn't always come together the way that you envisioned. So uh, this was the first team that we, that our generation could wrap our arms around of, so, so to speak. And yeah, they, they, they dominated in every way. And it was on display once again in that 04 season. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I just want to also kind of rewind a little bit to remind everyone of, you know, we keep saying they had won two out of three up until this point. Remember, uh, the year before this, they won maybe the most underrated Super Bowl in the history of Super Bowls against the Panthers. At this point, we were all kind of wondering, what was what was going to be the identity of this team moving forward? You know, because they had the one season where they were scrappy and they, they, they did really well in one season, kind of played above their means. And then O two 2 happened and they went right back into what we thought they were originally. Average, mediocre, lots of mistakes, lots of stupid turnovers. And then O three 3 happens and they're just dominant. And we're like, man, is that that could be special. That could really be special because that's when you started to see the inner workings of like just Hall of Fame caliber players start coming out where it's it's no longer, uh, uh, you know, when you see the scores on Sunday, you no longer like, oh, man, cool. The Patriots won. You're like, of course, the Patriots won. They won by 40. You know, what I mean, that's <laughs> that's when this started to happen, where it started to turn from like an underdog story into like, bro, these guys are just dominating the NFL. I don't want to spend too much time on the regular season because this is already the third one we've done on this team and it's literally the same core same regular season speech we have I, I just think the biggest moment i think personally about the regular season to me was the steelers game they lost for two reasons specifically because 
you know, it would have fire under their ass. They, they kind of woke them up a little bit that they're not perfect and they do, they can actually be beat. And then the injury to Taiwan and Tyrone Poole in that game is, is the most memorable thing of that team to me, because like I said, they epitomized the Patriot way. And for, yeah. for, for, for guys like an undraft, was he undrafted or second rounds, Asante Samuel, uh, I, I want to say haven't played Troy Brown being back Bucky there. Jo- did Bucky Jones played this season. Am I am I right about that? No, that, that was that's. I think he was on one. I don't think he played. Yeah. In, in time. That that was the Eugene Wilson, uh, Randall Gay, Randall Gay. That's Randall who it was. Gay. Yeah, Randall Gay and Troy Brown. Yeah, man. But Troy, I, I, Troy, I, I, Troy Brown. I, I, Troy Brown is the period. He is the Patriot way. When you yeah. think Patriot way is Troy Brown, and this season was For sure epitome of that. Who do you guys? Yeah, I, I do. I do think the Pittsburgh game is important because obviously of what the game meant, and what they they ended up being someone that they were going to see down the line, or they felt that that was going to be a team they see down uh, down down the line with you know with, with, with their uh, quarter, rookie quarterback at the time, uh, Roethlisberger. But I do think going back to the offseason right before the draft, I think really was the move that really set up what it was. Because again, when you go fourteen to two, there's not many things you need to tweak as a team. You just have to really make sure that you stay healthy and that you guys have the same hunger coming back. So what, what are they doing in the offseason? Once again, they lose uh, my guy, Antoine Smith. He isn't going elsewhere. I don't know if he's retired, but he's not going elsewhere. Then, you know, you you bring in a guy who, who, who was the best running back of this era, regardless of the there'll be other episodes that we'll talk about. There's not a running back that touches the guy that I'm about to bring up. Corey Dillon was, well, maybe the other 28 that popped up, James White, but we'll get to that. But uh, Corey Dillon, Robert Edwards, bro. What about Robert Edwards? No, I'm just kidding. Well, Robert, he would have been if he didn't tear deep cut, deep if cut. Yeah, if he didn't tear this, see, I would play fucking beach volleyball. But that, that's once again, I, I don't want to get upset this early in the show. But, um, <laughs> yeah, he, no, listen, Corey Dillon comes in. I mean, basically, yeah, he ended up being there for three or four seasons, but that 04 season comes in and really set the tone right. Obviously, they already had a well oiled machine, but he was he was coming in hungry. And this became a trend, right? This became a trend at that time when Bill was grabbing other people from other teams that hadn't won, had that veteran presence, was ready to win the Ron Harris of the world. Obviously, Brian you know, Cox, Ron, yeah, you know, so that 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 was that was that next move. And it, you know, that's that's when everyone was saying, Man, Bill is playing chess while everyone's playing checkers. And at the time to get Dylan from Cincinnati for a second round pick. It was just like, yo, like what, what a, what a steal. So that he gave that office something they they haven't had then, and really haven't had since. And I know, you know, well, in present day to you know turn it back up to 2023, the running back position is devalued. But back to 2004, uh, <laughs> that's when that's when that position was really at a premium. So him, Curtis Martin, uh, Emma Smith was telling his career. You know, I'm I'm, I'm trying to think of someone that's on top of my head, but those those are guys. I think I think about my guy in Green Bay. Green was really good at that time. Like there, there was there was a lot of guys that were really Clinton Portis. Yeah, Clint, yeah, Clint Portis was another yep. one. There was there was another that was guy. The running back era, bro. Oh four was yeah, that's yeah. So you know, there was a lot backs. of guys. LT, 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 yeah, LT, Robert Smith that was up in uh, Minnesota. So there was a lot of guys that really were were killing it at that position. So for for Bill to get one of those premier guys and for him to become. The focal point, I think the year before he had a hundred and like five carries. He comes here in 04 and gets 345 carries, but <laughs> 635, it just becomes a man uh, back there. So I, I just think that was a point on the label that that's when he started really play chess and not checkers. 
But like I said, obviously we, we can you can screw yeah. it up for, for the Pittsburgh game in my opinion. Oh yeah. Also, like that Pittsburgh game, <clears throat> that was that was a team that that was that was scary, right? Because they were coming out of the Cordell Stewart slash Tommy Maddox uh, ex- experience. Slash. And Maddox. yeah, and and uh, they get, they he, get was, a he was the OG OG Kurt Warner for everyone in case you're wondering. That's right. And they get a they get a rookie quarterback. I think the went fifteen and one that year, and sure they they were the only team uh, up to that point that uh, that put a scare. And obviously, they gave us a loss. They broke the they broke the uh, the winning streak. But it was an ugly, ugly game that we never ever had control of. Like not not to rip off a wrestling thing, but that was that that was like Halloween havoc. Like there was nothing good about watching that game, and the, the fact that that they lost, they, they were down. You know, uh, they lost what it was thirty four twenty. That was final score, but it, was, it never felt that close. And for a team that hadn't faced that much adversity in so long, you wondered what it was going to do. And I, I think that. What you saw after that, I think, it was like a six-game winning streak. <laughs> so it, it was it was fine, but that that game that was that was that was uh, Roethlisberger's coming out party, and I think it really it really kind of set the table for the playoffs. Yeah, but, it's funny that that game. Uh, I I remember it because. You're right. Because you're was, you're rooting against us, of course you do. No, I no, I wasn't yet. Not yet. Not it didn't happen until the perfect season where I started oh. to resent everyone. So, but I, I remember this specifically because the week before they kind of played like shit too uh, against the Jets. They 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 only won like a, a 13-7, 7 something like that. It was it was one of those Tom Brady doesn't really look that great. He's missing the throws. Dylan's grinding away on the. It was a Jets Pats. The, the same Jets Pats game we had this year that Rayshon went to, where there was no touchdowns the entire time. Same thing, yeah, right? And and it, it it seemed like a bad trend. And then for them to come out and answer, you're completely right. I think the next week they beat, I think it was the Bills. It was like forty to twenty one or something crazy. It was um, it was it was the Rams. It was forty twenty two. There we go. There we go. And, and that just set it off for the rest of the year. Notables for the season. You guys have anything else to add for the regular season? I mean, well, we just, can we if, can if, get if, into if, the ground. If you think about everything that like Ray and I had just talked about, like addition mm-hmm. of Corey Dillon and, and the well-oiled machine, that game, I think the Patriots ran the ball six times for five yards because Corey Dillon was hurt. He didn't play that game, so it was all on Brady. That was that was one of like the first times, uh, and it was one of many to come when it when everything was on him, and he looked like you said, Bobby, looked pedestrian. He was like twenty-five of forty-three for. Uh, it wasn't. It was like two hundred and fifty yards, and he threw two picks. But he did not look good. And and he he. But he he had plenty of those games early on, right? And I think this is this is the season where you see him become what he ends up becoming later on in his career. Really, from that point on, um, we'll talk about that. You know, and and there's some players that I think about that comes to mind. Um, that he started to show his prowess and show that he wasn't just a guy, but he was going to be the guy. Uh, not just for the, not just for the right now in 04, but uh, really for the remainder of it of of his career. But um, I think for me it was really the, it was the Baltimore game. I forget what the final score was for the Baltimore game, but I remember uh, Yeah, but, yeah. So but Baltimore. I mean, I, I know their quarterback was really weird after the trend of a year. Kyle, and, Kyle Bowler. That year was a Bowler. Yeah, no, I, I, oh, oh, so well, Anthony, you're right. I thought it was Anthony, right? Sorry, but oh, uh, I, thought it was Elvis, I thought it was Elvis Gerback, For God's sakes, Elvis No, no. <laughs> No, no, I, I thought I thought I know I thought he was before, but I, I remember him playing there, obviously. But 
Gerback no, was the year after Delford. No, but ba- yeah, but ba- Baltimore had always, you know, they had always scared me because, you know, with, you know, as long as 20 was back there, as long as 52 was out there, like it was always, and he was just about to be the, the Madden cover. Remember, that was a real big thing. He was on the Madden cover. They couldn't find the, they couldn't find the white suit. Oh, <sighs> um, but um, yeah. So allegedly, yeah, yeah it's like well, allegedly, right? But they yeah. couldn't find it. Yeah, no. I, listen, I, I'm not getting into that. But I was, I was, I, I used to be nervous of Baltimore because they definitely they always played this hard. So when they when they end up beating them, and then I think they end up smacking the Jets for the second time, or I think I was, I'm like, okay, like they they seem primed, they're ready for the playoffs. It's just a matter of what seed are they gonna be. I think that I know they end up being the two seed because Baltimore. I'm not Baltimore. Uh, Pittsburgh was 15 and one, and they had lost a tiebreaker. So, but you know, we later on found out that you know whenever they had to buy, you know, most likely they were going to at least get to the championship game, if not the Super Bowl. So this kind of, this kind of set that up for future future runs. Yeah. So the I completely just forgot what I was going to say. Oh yeah. So <laughs> so I think what what really kind of sums everything up is like this is the this is like the return of the jedi of the patriots first three super bowls where it's like the final chapter is everything kind of came together for this team for me and that's what dylan did where it was like oh one was scrappy defense stay in the game till the end find a way to win oh three was defense 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 little bit of time break except for the super bowl where it was offense in the second half well, yeah, which just ridiculous, but the, well, the, really, just the, really just the fourth quarter. That oh, th- greatest fourth quarter ever. That oh, three teams defense was just amazing. But now this oh, four team is the same defense with uh, the same running game, same offensive line that looked made Antoine Smith into a Pro Bowler who was not a Pro Bowler before he came to New England. Let's set that record straight. Not even close to a Pro Bowler. He was okay, but he wasn't great. And you replace him with a top three running back in the NFL. And you have wide receivers like Deion Branch. You have wide receivers like David Gibbons. Uh, you have what? Were we have Gibbons yet? Was this Gibbons? Yeah, Gibbons. Yeah, Gibbons, yeah, Gibbons, Gibbons was my guy. I love it. I can't believe we, we haven't brought up Deion Branch yet, but c- continue. Um, <laughs> that, that that guy was incredible. Yeah, he was. Like, I, he was. I, yeah. Oh, my God. Well, that's... Like, so yeah. that's... You, you think about how the offensive weapons evolved even before coming into this team. It was like, it went from Troy Brown. Who else was even the wide receivers back in the day? That one team. David Patton. Christian Forvier. Right. Jermaine Wiggins. You know, you look at these teams and it's like the evolution of the team from year to year is so clear. And to me, this is the best out of all of them. Like I said, it was all three levels all at once. So, so to me, this is the best. Michael, we'll go to you first. Which which of these three teams was the best version of the Patriots, or even no, your favorite? Just, whatever you want. No, like. it's it, it's two thousand and four. I mean, it, there was uh, there was no doubt about this team, uh, and, and at any point aside from the from the Pittsburgh game, because they were such a well oiled machine. I mean, you think about that defense, and going into uh, you know week one, you have Rodney Harrison, Tyler Richard Seymour. You, you just drafted Vince Wilfork. You have Willie McGinnis. You have Ted Brewski. I mean, they were a fucking wagon. And then, you know, you, you see the emergence of, uh, of John Branch in 2003. And he really solidifies himself as a, 
as a number one, so much so that Bill's not going to pay him uh, in, in a year or so. Gotcha. And but then again, the just addition of of uh, of Corey Dillon, like this team could beat you seven to three, or they could outgun you fifty five forty eight. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Yeah, for sure. 100%. Right? Which was the best? So the 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 team is is this year that we're talking about 04, but I mean the my my personal favorite is the year before. Like once again, we just talked about that that game is I mean, obviously there's another one that's coming that 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 that, that tops that game. But in, in this moment, that era, like the that old three Super Bowl was 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 just special. But like I said, when we end up doing the pain many later on, was my heart and stuff okay. So oh, I can't wait to talk about that. But yeah, team wise, yeah, it's it's 04. You know, but yeah, I just think like to me, my favorite one is is is, is all three. Yeah, I I completely hear the sentiment for sure. Oh, excuse me, it's all fourteen is definitely the best. It's 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 not even close to me until you get to, I want to say maybe maybe the perfect season loss or even right. uh, the win against the Falcons. Those are the only two that rival it, I think. But we'll get there, and I don't know how many championships Boston won, like seventeen shows. So. I, I kind of just want to give everyone uh, a little rundown of of the NFL going into the playoffs. So, spoiler alert, Patriots made the playoffs. They were 14-2. and two. They were the second-best team in the AFC, which I feel it wasn't 03 yeah, almost it, the same exact goddamn script. I feel like we've done this before. Wasn't it the same exact script? Well, we, no, we, we were the number one team uh, in, in 2003 because the AFC title game was at Gillette against, against Peyton. It was oh, it's, it, 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 it really similar. Yeah, I mean, it was fourteen and two. I mean, it, it, that's why it sounds so similar, Bobby. Yeah, it's yeah, the same fair. record. Fair, and I think it was close to the same score in the Super Bowl too. But so, just just to give you a little rundown here, so top two seeds in the AFC: Steelers, Patriots. Uh, running down, we have the Colts as the three seed, uh, number one offense in the NFL. Um, we have the Chargers. Uh, this was the Early, early Philip Rivers. I think Drew Brees was actually the quarterback of that team, wasn't he? Oh, four against we're, against we're the gone. Jets. I want to say that was either Vinny Testaverde's Jets. No, no, uh, Chad, Chad, Chad Pennington. Yeah, Pennington's Jets. Mr. Noodle Arm himself. Not yet, though. Not that time. <laughs> but eventually. Yeah, yeah. And then the 2000, and then the sixth seed in the AFC uh, was the Jake Plummer led Denver Broncos. Fun fact. Then over on the NFC side, uh, one seed was, of course, the Philadelphia Eagles, two Atlanta Falcons, three Packers, four Seattle, five St. Louis, six Minnesota. Really the only three teams to, in this iteration of the NFL back in 2004 mattered, right? Maybe four. You had the Colts, you had the Steelers, and you had the Patriots. So, I mean, me, I would, th- those are the three in the Eagles, in the Eagles, because they kept going to championship games. And, yeah, I was just the Eagles so, because Andy Reid, Andy Reid was getting that team to the NFC title game. Like, what was it, three, three or four years in a row? Five like, years in a row? Even, yeah, even like, five years in a row, and then this is the year they finally got over the hump. Yeah, I mean, even you look 
you know, Atlanta was the two seed that year. I think that was, you know, the the end of like the Dirty Bird era. I don't even know. Oh, that was the beginning of the Vic era. What am I talking about, right? Yeah, Chris, Chris Chandler was gone. Jamal Anderson was gone. Yeah, Vic. That was that was, my, that was my, my cousin Ray Buchanan was gone. Yeah, it was yeah, it, yeah, it was it was it was Algie Crumpler, Brian Finneran, Algie Crumpler, Michael yeah, Michael Michael Jenkins, Michael Turner. Oh no, Michael Turner and I got the yeah, so it might have been work done. So yeah, yeah it was that area. Yeah. But I mean, they 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 were still very young, up and coming. But those were the three. Those were the big the big heads, right? And I'll never forget. You know, seeing Indy smoke Denver into that Patriots game, I I don't know if anyone in New England, not one person, was nervous for this game. Nope. It's especially fun fact. I was at this game, but I'll, I'll never forget waking up in the morning as soon as I saw the snow. I'll never forget. I looked up, looked out the window, went to my dad's room, was like, "We're gonna fucking kill him. This game's fucking over." And he's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, they they don't stand a chance. And within three minutes, you knew. To me, the the, the play that sticks out to me, I actually, I, I bought like a framed picture of this. It's the Harrison pick in the end zone. I, I was sitting right behind it. I, I, I had the view that you see in the picture where he's jumping up in the air, catching that. And it was just, that was, that was locked up, man. I, I've never seen Peyton Manning look so lost that he looked in this game. He He was... Well, he, he was he was a shell of himself. Yeah, yeah, it was 20, 20 to three was the final. We absolutely smashed them, and and it was never close for one moment. Not for one moment of that football game was this close. That was domination from fifteen minutes in the first quarter until the end. Domination. And to give to give to give context to that season, right? Because yeah, I know we're we're, we're kind of fast tracking ahead, which is okay because uh, we know the end result. That was the first season since I think. Marino, where you know we were on quarterback watch to see if someone was going to break the touchdown record. Uh, Manny did. Manny had forty nine that year. At the time, which at the time was was a record. He had his sixth touchdown performance on Thanksgiving against Detroit. I mean, everyone was like, "Oh my God, this high power offense is insane!" You know, what can you do with Marvin Harrison and Marcus Parlett and you know Richie Wayne, Edger and James, and you know they 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 just they just can't have been stopped. And once again, and. Every time they came into it, especially once again early on, and we talked about this on the previous, you know, uh, championship DNA episode, it was it was domination, just like what we said. Like they they did not they, they didn't have anybody figure it out. And you know, you know, you know, shout out to Jim Moore, you know, play, play playoffs. You know, when, when, they, when they got to the playoffs, baby, it, it was what a game. It was, you know, welcome to the Patriots penitentiary. <laughs> like that that's that's just that's just what it was. So, you know, yeah, that's for you, Mike. <laughs> well, um, I, I also just want to say that uh, the context of uh, of the ass kicking that occurred in, in Foxborough, you know, Bobby, you mentioned it twenty to three. It was a year after that AFC title game when I think Peyton threw four interceptions. He looked he looked terrible. Law, law had and, all four, right? And the NFL made a rule that said that you could not hit a wide receiver within five yards uh, of the line of scrimmage. Was that, was that this game? That was this game? Yep. And it was, it was before the 2004 season. Fucking Colts, so, man. They can't, they, can't just take a, they can't just take an ass-kicking laying down. Uh, so, they always got to cause some kind of fucking controversy. They come in thinking, okay, this is different. They can't do to us what they did last year. They, I, you know, and then, like, as you mentioned, it was six to three before halftime. And then the Patriots scored two touchdowns. But that was it. Done. It was like in twenty to three. 
again, it only 17 point game. For those of you that are listening that were, that remember that game, it was never in doubt ever, ever in doubt. Yeah. Even the six to three, it was only a matter of time before the Patriots actually started moving the ball. Um, I remember it was like I said, it was it was snowing like hell in that game. It was a lot a lot harder than people thought it was going to. They just kept pounding Dylan over and over again, right up the middle, right up the middle, right up the middle, right up the middle, and eventually it broke through. And it, it just, you know, you know what this game reminded me of? It was the first iteration. He didn't say it obviously, but it was the first time I ever saw a quarterback seeing ghosts against Bill yep. Belichick. Because because Peyton Manning was absolutely seeing ghosts in this game. He didn't know where the hell he was, what the fuck was going on. And, mm-hmm. yeah, we absolutely kicked our ass. And, again, Peyton Manning at this time, fucking loser. Fucking I mean, court- big, big-headed. And, and, and if it wasn't for Rashad Caldwell, we, we wouldn't be speaking about him the way we speak about him. You mean Mr. Right. Eyeball- Mr. Eyeballs? Like, we wouldn't be. <laughs> but, I mean, you, you talk about this is a game – where if you just if you rewind it uh, a year, right? Antoine Smith had, I think, twenty carries for a hundred yards in the AFC title game, and we thought that was dominant. So what did they do in the divisional game this year? Dylan uh, gets the ball twenty three times for one forty four. I mean, yep. he averaged six yards per yeah. carry. I, I, I want to put that into perspective for people too, because that's a great point. Is like, oh, a lot of people forget this Patriots team was so successful with a running back who averaged averaged 3.8 yards a carry for four seasons, four straight seasons. Antoine Smith never broke big runs. That's not what he did. You pounded the ball up the middle, and he got you four yards every time, and that's what he did. Corey Dillon had such an element to this. Like, yeah. yeah. The and then, and then he, he was, yeah, it, was, it, was, it was the yards after carry with him. Like, he would, he, you couldn't him down after one tackle. Who was it against that he had that one run where he, like, went from left all the way back to the right? It was, it, it was in a close game. It was in a it was a close game. It was a um, close game. Okay, All right. yeah. Bounces off and it keeps keeps going right and stiff know, arm. Right, it was when, a stiff when, arm. When you when you see guys literally, and I and I know because someone who played on defense, there's times when you you kind of just kind of go, yeah, let me just you know fall over here because you you're, you're <laughs> not looking to get embarrassed. And you know, shout shout out to Robert Mathis. Shout out to Dwight Freeney. The, the two of the best defensive players that this league has ever seen. They they weren't scared at the moment, but <laughs> the other nine guys on there were. <laughs> they, oh, yeah. they, you, you can rest assured, they they were getting, you know, in the words of Adrian Broner, <laughs> I'm, I'm getting cooked, bro. They, they, they were getting cooked. They were getting cooked. And there, there was nothing they could do about it at, at that time. And once again, you know, you're going to set us up for the next game. But once again, what happened next was my heart even more, maybe even more than the championship game. Because uh, it was against, but I, I, it won't my won't hard to see what we did next. Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry only on BlueNile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one with your pick of diamond and lab grown diamond bands, all hand finished and graded for excellence. Or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24 7 to help, from fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Yeah, man. So yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get right into it. So, again, Patriots have dispatched Peyton Manning, who at this time, this wasn't even a rivalry. This was comparison to, like, Yankee Sox post, pre, pre, I mean, pre-04. This was compa- like, we dominated Peyton Manning, period. Not a rivalry. He's got, he's out again. Bye-bye. Next. Here we go again. The Pittsburgh fucking Steelers. I felt like 
every single year we had to go through them. It was like, it was like, uh, you know, like a Super Mario game or like, you know, whatever has like 18 different games where it's the same goddamn boss every single time. But it's just a little, a little twinge and a little tweak to that team. But it was the same exact Pittsburgh Steelers identity. Same exact shit. They don't, they're not scared of you. They will kick your ass if they need to. And, and, and that's terrifying to me because like we said, we saw what they could do. If there was any team I was scared of in the NFL at this time, it was the Pittsburgh Steelers. You know what I mean? You knew what this team could do. The only saving grace was that Ben Roethlisberger was a rookie quarterback. That was the only thing in my head where I was like, All right, I, if we can get to this rookie quarterback, we're good. Where do you guys remember? Uh, Mike, go first. Yeah, I mean, I, I thought instantly after the, the indie game, I uh, we were all watching to, to make sure that it was going to be uh, Pittsburgh, and we had the chance to go back onto their, you know, onto their field and and kind of redeem ourselves from from October. Uh, we don't have uh, obviously like Ty Law is not there, but Asante's played enough of the rest of the season where he's he's pretty healthy, and we we kind of know what we have with them. And I, the one thing that all that's always scared me about uh Pittsburgh and it's did then it still does now is their ability to draft the skill position because when you think about their top three wide receivers in the, in the 2004 Avis title game Heinz Ward Antoine Randall L Puck Skill Burris <laughs> with Willie Parker in the backfield right no it was, it was the bus hill so I mean you have a guy that, that that's gonna I mean literally torch us in three years uh plexigo burris who was their third best wide receiver on that team at that point yeah, and and they had a good defense i mean you had troy palomalu running around like a like a mother effer just hitting anyone anyone th- that he could and james i think it was what james farrier was still on that team farrier uh it, 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 golden yeah joey porter joey um, yeah joey porter larry foot i mean larry foot, the, yeah. The, the mm-hmm. team, Haggins, that team, Palomalu. Yeah, but the thing, the thing that plagued that team, in my opinion, always uh, up until that point, still was Bill Cower. Like you just never knew if he, if he, if, if he was, if the moment was going to be too big for him. At that point, uh, I mean, again, see what you want about Ben. Uh, he he allegedly had a rapist wit about him, but he was stone cold that in, in that entire season. He tore through the league. And he looked better than Brady did in his rookie year. I mean, in the first year that he, that he fully played. Like, so I saw the game, uh, or, you know, I saw the upcoming game. I'm thinking to myself, this is going to be, this is going to be tough. And again, it, it was one of those times when it wasn't, it wasn't close. This was like the, the legend of the folklore of Belichick and Brady. They're still undefeated in the playoffs up to this point. And I think at, again, at half, it was 24 to three. <laughs> I mean, what do you do? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so uh, right before I go, go ahead. Well, I mean, I I was I went back to old one because I thought about you know what happened, you know uh, that we had to go through Pittsburgh thing too, and I was more nervous of Cordell, Cordell Stewart and Amber Zaraway and 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 Jerome Bettis than I was of a rookie rookie Ben Roethlisberger. Yes, the skilled players have always been decent there. I think that's just naturally what they do well there. Wasn't they only had three headed coaches in their in their franchise history, so. I don't know how fair it is to pick that picture on Bill Cowher because I felt, I mean, obviously he ended up winning it the, the next year, but he'd been in, he had been to a couple of Super Bowls, had been in a few uh, MC Championship games. So I, I do think that as a coach, he did what he could. But obviously he eventually, 
you know, got, got it done. But yeah, but far as level of concern, I would say if it was out of 10, it was probably out of seven or eight. But it wasn't because of the offense, it was because of their defense. And, you know, once again, it, it wasn't just still occurring. Like, you know, Joe, Joe Green and Elsie Underwood wasn't walking through. Well, the door neither was Jack Lambert. Um, but like I said, they, they, they had a hell of a, a defense. And, you know, obviously I knew they got to Brady because he would never see the foot. We know that. You know, and I remember what happened a few years when he got hurt in that game. So I was thinking like, okay, like just just keep him upright and we're going to the Super Bowl. But the player that sticks out, and I was waiting for us to get to this moment, uh, this is where, you know, we're talking about Brady becoming, you know, not just a guy, but the guy. So Pittsburgh is starting bomb. The bomb? No, not or the bomb, the branch is one, but the, the, this is the play where I'm playing. I'm thinking about this. Was, the oh, yeah, the, yeah, the throw was incredible. Celebration was even better. But I, I think about the play, the touchdown. So I think we needed to, needed to give us a patent. So basically, he's, he sees that the cornerback is sagged off at the goal line. So he looks at Gibbons and says, you know, basically gives him a guy trying to say, like, I'm, I'm coming to you. Changes the play at the line, throws a quick out to Patton, I mean, to, to Gibbons, and Gibbons scores a touchdown. And Pittsburgh was just making a run at, at, at that time. And that that's where it, me, it was like a play where you're like, oh, okay, like, this, he's not just calling the plays that Charlie Weiss and Bill are saying into the, into the headset. He's seeing the game, and he's giving the yeah. game with requires. And that's where it, I think that's it. That, that particular play sticks out of my mind. It's like, okay, yeah, he's. He he's the he's the guy that's the offensive set it around, and that they trust him enough to make him play to say, okay, if you see something out there, because you're you're the one that's that's out there viewing it, um, make an adjustment as you see fit. He did, and that 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 game basically got out of hand after that, you know, after that play. So I said, I thought that was that was a great indication of things to come, uh, when when it came to Tom. I I thought to piggyback off that the bomb to to branch to me was the most symbol symbolic. Yeah. Evolution, evolution of Brady. Besides, like you said, picking apart the defense like that because that was his weak spot for the first three years. Was that was that deep ball over the middle? Where I mean, I'll never forget. It was it was against the Raiders in like oh one or oh two where he had a bomb just like that. It was wide open for a touchdown and he overthrew him by like fifteen yards. That's what Brady did. Is he sailed these these bombs every single time? And he hit Branch in the goddamn numbers. That was, that was huge for me. Mike, I, I have a feeling your play might be the same. So what's the play you remember? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, it's 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 the bomb. I mean, o- o- only because like you just said, not, not to reiterate it, and said that was, you know, we're we're coming we're we're coming from uh, Bledsoe being the quarterback for so long, and all he would do is stand in the pocket and either get sacked or throw it forty five yards down the field. But we you know that he could do it. It's and one of the one of the gri- one of the gripes on Brady was the fact that he couldn't do that. And so to against against the defense that I would say was was top tier. And was yeah. all, that has always been well coached. That that was a signature play. It was like, okay, well, maybe he has a run. Yeah. But what, what was also cool about that play, too, to add on to that, right? I felt that was one of many plays in that era where they would say, they would say, fuck you to the defense. They would say, oh, you don't think we can do this? 
let me watch. Yeah, yeah. Watch, watch, watch this. You know, so watch this. Like, watch, watch this. And literally, like, I think that that play just came up a turnover. And, and yeah. that that uh, huh, that's what I miss about. I miss I miss now. I just I miss that aggressive nature. It was like okay, I, yeah, the mistake was made. Go go for the go for the kill. And that's exactly what happened. I think somebody fumbled. I don't know if it's. I think they, oh, no, they it was the fourth fourth uh fourth down stop. Boom, guess it. Play action. And once again, Dylan was you, you. You had to bite on the fake because you didn't know if he was going to go. Had to. Yeah, had to bite on the fake, and you had to sit the single high coverage. He was like, oh, single high coverage, ball game. Dio was there, catches it, starts doing a little pony dance in the end zone. And I'm in the end zone with like, let, before Cam Newton was doing this, I'm like, let's go. So he's like, I, I, I was, I was, you were not doing that. You're lying. You did not do that. You're a liar. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, another, well, another, another big play was really what capped Steelers are driving, plus possibly Polo's in seven before half. Uh, Rodney Harrison picks it off, brings it back 87 yards for a touchdown. That was it. Um, that's what I was say, yeah. That was that was ball game at oh, that yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If if this if if Discord was a existence because you know Facebook didn't exist yet, so Discord is definitely a thing. Rayshon definitely would have been in there saying hashtag ball game. It's a yeah. ball game. And because no, because that was it. That was it. Camera, I I I def, I definitely yelled at that. I'm like that. That's the game. Like, that's it's, it, it's, man. It's a wrap. Yeah, it's a wrap. Rookie, rookie quarterback down 24 to three. And that's kind of what the Patriots did at that time was they put you away. They 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 saw you down on the ground and they stomped at you, especially at the end of halftime. This time it was a little unconventional because usually it's, you know, a stop, a drive, and then you get the ball back and then, you know, you, you double up points on them. That four, 14 points winning was it. You, you shut down a team that would end up being one of the most electric teams in NFL history two years later. With, you know, that Super Bowl victory against the Seahawks where Antoine Randall throwing 70-yard bombs to Heinz Ward and stuff. You absolutely shut that squad down in the AFC Championship game. Just just absolutely dominated them. And I think that's what stands out to me before we get to the Super Bowl. Because they kind of did that in the Super Bowl, too. It seemed close. It really wasn't. Was it was in pretty past close. Years, yeah, it was. It, well, it, it was. <laughs> they, but so they scored that touchdown at the end, though. It didn't. We'll get to it. But where it last year's, even if they won by big scores, like the Steelers in 01 or 03, it, it seemed a lot closer than it really was. Like the game was always on the line. Like they had to make that big play. This season was not that in the playoffs. Those two dominating victories. Uh, and then who's next? The fucking Philadelphia Eagles. I fucking hate the Eagles. I don't know cool. if anyone out there knows this, but like <laughs> yeah. um, I have undying hate for the Philadelphia Eagles in my veins. So even if I hadn't already been a Pats fan at this time, all I wanted was the Patriots to fucking kill them. Uh, th- this Eagles team to give everyone a little background on them. Uh, remember they won, was it? They were the Bills. They were essentially the Bills of this era. They went to four straight NFC Championship games, only got to one Super Bowl, which was this one. Is Donovan McNabb, uh, T.O., Freddie Mitchell, Brian, you know, Brian Westbrook, Brian Westbrook, Dawkins. Brian Dawkins, yeah, Dawkins, so Javon Curse, Javon Curse, Curse, wow, the freak was there, that's right. Hey, listen, I, I, I know, I, I know, this is the year after he signed that free agent deal, too, right? He was like the biggest, yeah, yeah, 
that that team was loaded, and I just once again we, we could say that people could say now they weren't nervous. I was I was on I was on because I was like, damn, T.O. was the missing piece over there. You know, they had they, they had their own signature play with the fourth and twenty six against Green Bay a few weeks before, and I was like, well, okay, like seems like they're gonna, they're gonna finally break through. So it just happened to be against us, and you know, thankfully they got through. But yeah, that, that, that team was loaded. Also, the like, scariest part about that team is that their best player. T.O. had always had this uh, this knock on him that he didn't care enough about about the game, and then he comes back from a broken foot. Yep, it and, goes and for nine. It goes for nine and one twenty two. Right? Like, right. Oh my god! And what I was it? Like, was, it was. It, it wasn't even like it was like six weeks. It was fucking two weeks removed from breaking a bone in his leg. That's absurd. Yeah, that that's. I was I was like, yeah, this this dude. And in that that play, because I mean, uh, luckily uh, he didn't do what Larry Fitzgerald did a few years the after. Stiff arm, the stiff arm play, like, the stiff arm play. But he, he's running, and I'm like, oh my god! Like, I said, like, are we letting a one man, a one leg man, destroy us right now? And that's what's happening. Yes. Like, so I'm yeah, saying, but, but, but so you're not your, mis- your mistake there is Terrell Owens is not a man; he's a cyborg. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I don't, I don't know if you remember that sit up video on ESPN. Oh, right. <laughs> that dude is not a human specimen. That 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 now, dude. Oh, I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll be, but I mean, but once again, you said time machine. So we're speaking of 14. 14 year old me was just like, I can't believe. Once again, I knew he was a beast. I you love Tio, bro. Remember, remember, remember that. Remember the Paul Paul was on, on, you know, out there, you oh, know. Yeah. And, oh yeah. I remember on oh, that. That was that was great. Oh wins. You know. Yeah, it, you know, it, it was great, but it was just like, damn, like I'm like, yo, let 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 uh Freddie Freddie Mitchell go off, let L. J. Smith go off, let I don't think James Stafford's on the team at the time, but I'm like, let Todd Pinkston, like let one of them guys go off as opposed to anyone. Like, if anyone gets the ball, they clearly were playing inspired behind him, clearly, uh, as they should have, because obviously for him to come back like that, let let the team know, hey. I want to win as badly as y'all do. I'm trying to redeem myself, not just to the team, but to the city um, of Philadelphia. And I thought that he did until he didn't. And things went sour, you know, after that moment. But yeah, that, like I said, that that team and like, just him in general, they they were a very special team. And I, 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 in the back of my mind, I was like, yeah, this they they might get us on this one. They they might that actually was, and get one. That was also a team, Bobby, because you said that it wasn't that it wasn't close. It was close. It was always close. And that was a team that just, you know, that was the first Super Bowl match since the since uh since the Rams where you felt like you were going up against an offense that could literally score it well. And the Patriots, including in this game, had still yet to score points in the first quarter of the Super Bowl. What under Bill Belichick. So like that funny how that 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 that's absolutely terrifying. And if it wasn't for Andy Reid's inability to manage the clock, or Jonathan McNabb puking literally in mm-hmm. the huddle, knees weak, all of them sweaty. Who knows? Like what happens in that game? Who knows? Yeah. Uh, Shane, Shane. Uh, when when someone puke in the huddle, I, I feel like I gotta puke too. Yeah, but yeah, uh, yeah, but Donovan uh, didn't, didn't have the heart. You know. Um. Hey, yeah. You, no. You so the only reason I said it wasn't so I just feel like. The only bright spot of this game for the Eagles was Terrell Owens. That's it, period. He's the only reason the Eagles were ever in this game. Listen, McNabb was great, but I feel like there's always something missing from McNabb in these big games. And I feel like the puking thing kind of just showed that. We're like, I, I just don't think he ever had it, and I don't think he ever well, had that killer instinct. And in these big games, because every time they got there, 
They laid the egg. And and I know you're saying it wasn't, but this was 24 to 14 but, until I mean, think, a minute 48 left in the game, bro. And 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 that final touchdown, like, yeah, made it close. But, like, they, they the Eagles did not play good in this game. The Patriots handled them. Was it close? Yes. But the Patriots handled to the point where, like, you never really were sweating. They scored that touchdown. You're like, oh, no. And you're like, oh, they got an inside kick. Right, we're good. We're in the Super Bowl. Well, you know, I like, mean that that was that was before the era of going to social media and saying, "Oh my God, they're gonna fucking fail. They're gonna blow it." This is <laughs> yeah, exactly. fucking frauds. So it's just like Darren too. That would have been happening had 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 the Facebook been more than an edu uh, email. You could rest assured, folks would have been like, "Man, Luke, Twitter wasn't even existed. Didn't right, even yeah. I can't. I can't different believe, world, bro. I different world. Fourteen to two. Just to struggle with this, let's say, wait a minute, like they're they they they're, they're about to win. Calm, calm down, like this is say take a take a take a deep breath. So yeah, it just, it just wasn't that deep, but no. To but to your Philly point, man, I, I don't know, man. Like they they ran into some teams, man. Like you got to think about it. They lost to the they lost to the Rams. They ended up being a champion. They lost to the um they lost to Tampa Bay the next yeah. year. They they were champions. <laughs> uh, and and fun they, fact, they, 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 they lost moved, to Atlanta. They, the year that that Atlanta went to the Super Bowl too, right? So yeah, so it, it's just like, like it, it's it's hard. when you're losing to a big team that's that's going on to the Super Bowl or and so winning it like that that that's hard. And like, I, I think also maybe we're just lucky to draw once again. They had better talent the year. Cause I don't think the team that got to the Super Bowl was their best team. Definitely not. Definitely you not. Know, I, I think the team that lost to Tampa. With, uh, old, what's his name at wide receiver? Um, in, in the old veteran stadium, J- yeah. yeah, James Thrash, Todd Pinkston, James yeah, Pinkston Thrash, yep, yeah, Pinkston, you know, and an yeah. older Dorsey Levins, uh, and uh, Duke, Duke Staley was on that team. Shout out to my guy, Deuce, you know, so that's running back coach in the NFL, yeah, yeah, pretty much, but yeah, so I think that that you know, so they they were kind of like on that last thing, like I said, perfectly, you know, you said it perfectly earlier, you know, they, they were the Buffalo Bills in the NFC, but like I say, it, listen, it's hard. And it's funny because we don't give the same logic to our, our team up here that, that plays basketball. But when you make five straight conference championship games, that's hard. That's hard to do. And once again, we, we're, we're giving them credit because it's not our squad. But it's, 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 that's hard to do. And it shouldn't be, uh, uh, it shouldn't just be dismissed to put to the side. That, that's, that's a hell of an accomplishment. It's just unfortunate they didn't win it until we know we have later uh, against the same routine. <laughs> just want to point out the fact that. Donovan McNabb put up 350 yards against the number one defense in the in the National Football League, and it was the first time that the Patriots had let more than 325 yards up in eight weeks. Yeah, but so like they they yeah, it was special. It was great. It was great, and, and he was great. But you know what he's remembered for in this game? Puking, throwing up on the field with two minutes left in the goddamn Super Bowl. So like, he or could throw, throw for or, four. Listen, or throw. Tony Romo went through for 500 yards against Peyton Manning and almost beat him in that Denver Broncos team. But guess what? He fucking threw up all over himself and lost that fucking game. And that's what people were like. I I just I have no. That was a great game. I know game. No, but that was a great game. I would, I would also say ever. though, um, other other most memorable thing was him throwing it to Rodney Harrison, then Rodney flapping his wings. Yeah, like, that was yeah, just yeah. The, yeah. Give, give it to give it to give it to and did uh and 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 did, and did the um. They did the Eagle celebration too. So yeah, that there there was there was some ones that we remember. Yeah, but like I said, it was just once again, that's it's unfortunate, but like I said, I'm just glad that we came out on top. <laughs> yeah, MVP of this game. Uh I, I feel like this was more of a 
they gave it to him because of his performance throughout the playoffs. Because, you know, I feel like there could have been a few MVPs in this game. I think Harrison could have been MVP. I think Brady maybe should have been MVP. Um, no. I thought it when, was going to be Brady. You, I was when, shocked, shocked when they gave it to Branch. I know he played amazing, but it just didn't seem like that was what was going to happen. Night, 11, 11, 11, he deserved 11 it. for 133. He deserved um, it. Yeah. yeah, for sure. I'm, listen, when... I, you know, when we get to the next one, or not next one, but uh, when we get to another one, we do. There was another guy that had eleven catches too. We thought he deserved it. So it it, it is it is, it is uh, what it is. He, Deion Bridge was, and I like I I'll, I'll, I'll never shy away from that. Like he, that, that man, whether it was in the slot, whether it was running a, a deep post, whatever they needed him to do, even in the return game at times, that man delivered <laughs> time after time after time. And I used to love, you know, I, 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 you know, think I'm so glad we did this because I was able to watch all the highlights and shout out to Chris Berman and uh and Tom Jackson. So Dion Branch, <laughs> you know, I, I miss, I miss hearing that. So yeah, but like I say he, he, he deserved that moment. I, I get it because when the culture now do they always give it to the quarterback for the most part? But like I said, Dion Branch was their their next was, leading their next leading pass catcher in a team that had you know Ben Watson, Daniel Graham. David Gibbons, Troy Brown was and, Corey yeah. Dillon. Was, was Cor- Corey Dillon three catches for thirty-one yards? I mean, Deion Branch dominated. He was the offense in this game. No, you're right. Yeah. Okay, fair, fair. Quick, quick, pop back to that David Gibbons catch. Someone was talking about. I don't know why, but randomly this image popped in my head. That was the one where he had that huge red paint streak on his jersey, right? Or on his his leg or something like. Do you guys remember that? I don't know why that image in the, popped in, in, the, in the Steelers in the championship game. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Random. I know. I'm sorry. ADD, guys. It's 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 a daily struggle. So, yeah, I mean, listen. We won another Super Bowl. It was fucking crazy. We beat the Eagles. You know, it was definitely less climactic or anticlimactic compared to the other two. Uh, still a three-point game, as we said. Uh, but definitely not the same nail-biting, you know, uh, finish that it was. And, and and that's it, guys. I mean, you know, the, the New England Patriots are once again... Super Bowl champions. Tom Brady now has three Super Bowls. Just a little aftermath. I'll let you guys obviously give your thoughts about this. But so at this time, this was the third championship for Boston area sports teams uh, in the last 12 months after going almost uh, 30 years without one. Uh, we won three in 12 months, which is pretty fucking dope. This marked the first time since 89-90 that two teams in the same city, San Francisco had one. Uh, a championship in the same 12-month calendar. Boston would go on and do that again about 10, 15 years later. Eagles, after this, this was it. This was the end of the run for the Eagles. Uh, T.O.'s famous quote after this game, after they lost the Super Bowl, was, I told you I could do it. I told you I could do it. That's right. After his team just lost the Super Bowl, he was saying, I can make the play. I can make the play. I did. Tio, you just lost the Super Bowl. I did it. Anyways, uh, this was the. <laughs> oh my god! I want on a t-shirt. We're good. Um, what was it? Less, less than less than six months later, Terrell Owens, and it was like week seven of the regular season, would be in his driveway doing push-ups um, or sit-ups, saying, "Next question, next question, next question," and he was cut from the team. Funny story. Um, yeah, that was known, right? It's crazy. And I said that was a mistake. Yeah. Um, Philly 
never hadn't won a championship up until that point uh uh from 88 i think it was the last one was like 88 or no 83 the sixers uh didn't win another one until 2017 so lots of dismay in philly uh which makes me very 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 happy andy reed would end up leaving the eagles later we already talked about him his time control issues going to win multiple super bowls with the chiefs still having time control issues happen to get patrick mahomes and lastly as we know sadly enough for everyone here uh, Eagles and Pats would meet again in a Super Bowl. Eagles had a similarly eerie road to the to winning that Super Bowl too, where they like flipped the Falcons. Uh, and who did they play? Falcons and the other team they played, the Packers. Yeah, Falcons and the Packers, and then played the Pats. So same exact road to win their championship in 2017, which I thought was a fun fact. And yeah, you know this well, is the, would... the, the the last Super Bowl the Patriots would win until 2018. Yep. No, Seahawks. Oh, Seahawks. But, yeah, until until but, Tom Brady screaming like a girl. But <laughs> I, I did. I mean, so the, the the weird part about this one is that it was three and four years. You, you going? You knew you going in the Super Bowl that uh, that Charlie White's just taking the job with Notre Dame, and that Romeo was going to go take the job with the Chiefs. So it was, was it was Cleveland. Cleveland right? Cle- oh yeah, sorry, Cleveland. So like th- this was the end of this run. But you felt like you still had all the horses. You still had the players, right? And then two weeks after, two, three weeks after the Super Bowl, Teddy Bruschi uh, has a stroke. And from that moment on, it was like the Patriots were, you know, another another line from uh, from the replacement. There's like they were just in quicksand. They could never, they they could never do enough to to win again for another, no, another quick, ten years. Quicksand's, quicksand's a scary mother, Shane. It's, and, and I know that this sounds. Sounds, you know, like me complaining as a uh, as a Patriot fan, but t- to have that that four year run of excellence, and then the next year you get you get your asses kicked in Denver by Jake the Snake, and then the year later you should get the AFC title game and Rashad Caldwell, and then the year later the imperfect season, and then Brady any balls with those eyes, and then Brady gets hurt. Like this was, you know, in twenty thirteen. Now you're talking about it's been nine years since you won, and you still have pretty much the same core. Nine years. <laughs> I mean, you, you, but Bobby, you'd have to have a great quarterback no, coach for, for a long enough period of time to understand that. You know, Dallas never. Well, never he, really he, did. He, he did. He, he just wasn't alive for it. <laughs> no, I was. I was. I was. Le- I just... Le- Landry, Landry and Stalberg, you know, all the time, I'm up before Eminem. I'm up before that, but I'm like, I was, I was, I was a Cowboys fan. I just didn't know who the quarterback of the Cowboys was. So, Quentin Carter. Well, at the time, not that you know what I'm talking. No, I've been. I loved loved Quincy Carter, bro. Don't even get. Don't do not turn this into a Quincy Carter show because it will happen. Okay, it will happen. Number seventeen. Number number seventeen on the field. Number one in your heart. Here you go. UGA baby. One for drug addiction. He could have been one of the top ten quarterbacks in the NFL. Uh, Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm, um, I'm going to follow that, but no, but I mean, yeah, but no, my, my major takeaway from that, like I said, they, you know, obviously the, the dominance happened pretty quickly. Yeah, I, I forgot about Weiss leaving to go, but I, I don't know why I thought that happened the year, the year after, but I mean, Cornell leaving too, but I, I was hoping that we brought it up because I, I, I looked at football reference. That coaching staff was loaded. Absurd. Yeah. Yes. Ryan Dable, Charlie Weiss, Romero Cornell. Brian Flores, Josh McDaniel was all on that staff at that time. Even even the front office was loaded too. Yeah, Scott, 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 Scott Pioli, 
there's a couple other guys too. That, I think so. I, was it was it was it Dimitrov there? Was it Dimitrov? That's who. Dimitrov. Yeah. Went to Atlanta and built some down there. So like it was it was unreal. Nick, Nick Casario. Yeah, like the the brain trust they had in that room. Dean Dean Pease, Eric Mangini, So Dean Pease, so Josh Josh McDaniels. Jeez, oh. Patricia. No, remember, you know, he was he was on that one yet. Yeah, no, he, he was 04. He was 04. Oh, well, you know, they, they, they didn't show enough for more reference, so maybe they just said he probably ran the defense. Got you, Chimp. Well, no, because they, they wouldn't have won. But sorry, I, I I had to get that out there one more time. Welcome back, Billy. Uh but <laughs> yeah, but no, like yeah, they like I said, the, the brain trust was 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 crazy. And you know, something we've lamented on the show, uh, whether we're in a time capsule or not, good coaching matters. And mostly they had it, and that's what separated them from many other teams in the league uh, at that time. And the coaching tree from that particular staff uh, went on to do some really good things, not just in the NFL, but at, but every other level as, as as well, and even in the front office. So, you know, so they, they got it done, and, you know, they, they set the bar for excellence uh, going forward. All right, guys. So, I mean, that, that really, I, I think, I'll give you guys final words, but that puts a button on the 2004 Patriots for this iteration of the, the New England Patriots, this first dynasty of of the seven that come later. They, they really are a fucking Star Wars franchise. You know that? They have like three Super Bowls and then they take 10 years off and then they do three more fucking Super Bowls. Same script, just, same fucking wild. Thing. All the same shit. We're doing this shit again, guys, but it's different. Um, wild that in that in that 10 year off period, they went 18 and one. Yeah, yeah, I hate that fucking season. That was you what turned me. That was what turned me against them. They get you anywhere. <laughs> we, we 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 might have to do a championship regret special on that season. We'll 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 talk about that. Yeah, can't um, wait. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, uh, Mike, last words. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was uh, looking back on it now. Uh, I wish I would have appreciated it more as a 16 year old because at that time, like as you mentioned, we had just won like like two, three three championships in what in in 12 months or 18 months something yeah 12 months, and you just thought that it didn't matter because in 2005 it was going to keep happening and that's when in my opinion Patriot fans myself included but I kind of started straying away from that uh, really hard in 2007. Uh, that's when we became so obnoxious because we just assumed that it was going like we deserved we deserved it because it had happened so easily uh but you look back on on that team and i don't think uh i know regionally like here in 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 new england we talked about it i would stack that 2004 team up against any any of of the greats in nfl history and I, i would still like our chances right yeah, no, I, I totally agree. Um, but then that that team was special, and was again, like I say, it, it set the bar for excellence. So that 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 was that's that's my that's my biggest uh, final word. And I was like, I'm, I'm glad that I was able to be a witness to it. I, you know, I was basically living with my grandmother at the time, so you know, she would tell me like, "Hey, this is not always guaranteed." And I'm like, "Hey, Grandma, you know, Jim Rice and <laughs> Dwight Evans and <laughs> you know, Rico Petroselli and." You know, uh, uh, Scott, them, them guys, they walk through the door. <laughs> is it, it's, 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 an, it's, a, it's a new day. Yes, it is. <laughs> and, I love how Rayshon just went on a rainbow of four different sports in that explanation. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm glad it, you know, once again, uh, 
Tippett, Morgan, 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 you know, thrown in there, you know, yeah, yeah, whoever you want to throw in there, Larry Bird, whoever, uh, they're not coming to that door, so but yeah, we, we, you know, bringing many other circuits, take it for granted, and it's just like you know, they were still in the mix, though. I know, like I said, we definitely got spoiled by the time before it came around, but in those in those 10 years, they still made the Super Bowl another three times. What's hit? It wasn't like, oh, you know, and and once again, the. AFC literally ran through all for a number of years, like literally, like that, that's once again that's that's not a prediction, <laughs> it's a spoiler, like it's 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 fact, not opinion. So once again, we were thankful to to go through the best era of uh, Boston sports, and you know, you know, just just thankful to be a fan. So love love me, Tom. <laughs> so my my only last thing is this 0-4 team, really this iteration of Patriots. We would just kind of been a trend through this trilogy of Patriots Super Bowls as they changed the landscape of Boston sports to me uh, as much as you know I ended up despising the Patriots and you know their fan everything you know they changed the mindset of, of everything Boston from from these lovable losers that that you know are diehard still who always show up to their squad to this this still knowledgeable team but that they expect winning um, and, and I feel like that really did change the landscape of Boston sports because following this trend, um, you see, like, like we said, we see enough championships to the point where we can make a goddamn special podcast show about each one of them and have 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 a twenty episode series about these Boston championships. Which, at the time, if you were to rewind back four years, if you went to our dads or our grandpas or anyone in Boston, you told them this, they would literally look you in the face and say, go fuck yourself. Fuck you, bro. What the fuck are you talking about? Not like it, it was unfathomable what had just happened. And, you know, obviously, guys, there's plenty more to come. We have to wait a little bit for another Patriots one. But Red Sox, Celtics, Bruins, they're all coming down the line. It's been 2004, New England Patriots, the championship rewrap. Three out of four Super Bowls, guys. Feels great. See you later. Have you ever wondered what actually happens in Congress every day? Stay informed on Capitol Hill's daily happenings with a concise, factual summary of the Senate and House of Representatives' activities from the previous session, free from bias, on the Congressional Record Daily Digest podcast. Subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and discover the process from the heart of U.S. politics. The Congressional Record Daily Digest, an electric cast production. Welcome to the Candle Power Hour. Come with us backstage behind the scenes of show business spanning over four decades and bringing you the experiences that can only be told by the people who were there. Our guests are from the A-list, the F-list, and everyone in between. Get set for some of the most insane, hilarious, and inspiring stories you will ever hear. I'm Mercury. And I'm Diego. Your hosts for the, the Candle, Candle Power, Power Hour. Hour.